Good morning, good afternoon, welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name's Rick Beta. And hopefully you're having a great, you know, holiday weekend. It's a long weekend for most of us, you know, celebrating with family, friends, pets, you know, etc. All I have to say is I'm very, you know, thankful and grateful for all the love these past few years. I think we're going on what, four years? It's gonna be yeah, four years in March, which is crazy. So I appreciate you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support. You can follow along on social media at Rick Beta, that's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. So let's talk a little a little dirt today. Yeah, you know, well, uh, actually, a little bit of dirt and grass and boulders and stuff like that. That's right, Donnie Mortensen and Jack Spanbauer re- recently released their latest edit that was simply titled, Skating Dirt, Grass, and Rocks with Donnie Mortensen. And you know I was all about this one. I know I've talked about, you know, dirt boarding in the past and how I want to get a set of those, you know, off-road wheels. And I know Platypus has them. and But I, I still want them. I still want it. And I still want it, like, very, very soon. But I think this video was very timely and a, a much-needed push, you know, for me to make that purchase. I just need to do it. I mean, this needs to happen uh, maybe in 2022, or at least it needs to be on my, my list, quote-unquote, for Santa. I'm not sure which size I should ride, though. That's my, I don't know. I know I should probably go bigger than my usual. I ride an 8 or an 8.1 right now, or at least at the moment. But adding these wheels would already make the board feel heavy, right? So I might try an 8.3, but even that might that might be too small. I might have to go to an 8.5 for my dirt board. You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I'll keep you in the loop. But uh, Jenka Mag, you know, they did a Q&A with Donnie and Jack as well to, like, supplement this video. And it turns out Donnie, he got his first set of dirt wheels for 10 bucks. I'm like, damn, that's a steal. $10? I mean, the kits that I'm seeing are about 120 128 which include the risers and the hardware. But 10 bucks, damn. It was destined, it was like destined for him to be on a dirt board. But when asked, you know, where do you get dirt board gear? And there's, is there a specific scene for it? Donnie said, you know, XT wheels are hard to find, but you might find them at your local skate shop. It does seem like there's a new interest, although it's kind of weird since these things have been around since the 90s. Not sure about the scene, but a dirt board road trip would be pretty killer, though. End quote. And see, that's what popped off the page for me, too. I mean, it's true. I mean, dirt boarding is not really a new thing, and it's, but it's been around for a long time. But why hasn't it gotten, like, you know, more love, more uh, momentum? You know, I know mountain boarding is really big right now, too. Maybe you know, my RAS hasn't you know, been fixated on it, and maybe I just haven't been noticing it. However, it's videos like this one that help you know, progress it further, which is why I want to talk about it. And, and the key thing is the possibilities are endless in regards to terrain when you have this, right? So when asked, quote, did it feel any different editing and filming for a dirtboard part compared to a regular skate park? And Jack said, there was never a dull moment, but I wouldn't say it felt too much different. Finding spots was super enjoyable. Those quote-unquote, I wish that was concrete spots, turned to gold. That's a great point. Great point. The potentially like perfect spot may have been right in front of our eyes the whole time. Hell, we're maybe right in front of our own house, in front of our own front yard, down the street. And we've just been walking on it, driving by it. You know, I know I'm going to keep an eye out more from now on. You know, even Jack is a changed man. You know, he's convinced, you know. 
When asked how did it feel to approach a new project that wasn't just straight skateboarding, he said, this was goddamn fun. It was simply an idea with a dear friend that evolved organically. The only change of mindset is now, and for the rest of my life, I'll be stuck noticing potential dirt spots. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. And I haven't even started looking yet. Jack can now find spots in more random spaces around the world, right? I mean, I will also be sure, you know, once I get mine, you know, my mine done, to lug around my dirt board with me as well. Because that's what he was saying. He was like, yeah, I carry it around with me all the time now. Just in case. You never know. But that was a nice little insight, you know, slash interview to complement the video. And the edit, which is only about 5 minutes and 36 seconds of 536 of dust, you know, dirt. You know, I said boulders, but I'll most probably hammers. Hammers on these this like tank of a board. And five thirty six five minutes thirty seconds is all Donnie and Jack are asking or just asking me. Just small amount of your time. But here are some notes that I did take along the way. I love how they, they started off with an Ollie over fire, right? I think that was like a little nod to the zero videos, maybe way back to like some of the um, the old school Santa Cruz videos. You know, it's a nice little nice little nod to skateboarding history. You know, a, a real and true fire that was. That was not like computer generated. Nope, real fire, real heat, and there was some real risk involved. Then seconds later, he was seen doing a 360 flip over that same spot. You know, except this time around would be just the fire pit. You know, minus the fire. It was obviously the fire died down. It's probably early in the morning, which makes complete sense. You know, I'd rather try one of those when the, the sun's out as well. It's too damn risky to uh, at night on a heavy board and dealing with fire to try to do a 360 flip over a real fire. <clears throat> and I guess it took him about an hour to get the make on that one. About an hour, 360 flip after 360 flip after 360 flip. That's a, that's a, that's hardcore. On that board, I mean, that was gnarly, man. And look at the location, too. I had to point that out. See the, see the options? They're endless with dirtboarding. You can, you can skate anywhere. Even You can skate when you're camping. You know, how many sessions have we all missed over the years, if you think about it, you know? We went camping, what was it, like two years ago? Two, yeah, about two years, right in the kind of the peak pandemic. But I bet there were some nice hills to roll around, like, nearby. I was like, I didn't even think anything twice. Now, because of this video, this reminder... I am, you know. So note to self, bring a dirt board on your next camping trip. You won't regret it. And how about those back-to-back, I guess I'm going to call them trolleys, right around a minute eight? First one was backside, then the, the front side was seconds later. You know, he's just out there doing his thing. Tree ollies, yeah, baby. Donnie's just showing us how skilled he is. He's got both sides down, hell yeah. Then he decided to, here's what I wrote down, tree ride to fakie. Is that what you call it? I mean, it's not a wall. It's not really a grind. It's a tree ride, you know? Cabbage, help me out here, man. How about that? Yeah, that manual to roll in at that bank, 206. Yeah, that's way more difficult than it looks. Doing a manual on a board like that with wheels like that, I'm sure that's not easy. I mean, you're used to these small wheels and the weight difference, you know, and you're just kind of like, you know, you, you. it's hard enough to learn manuals as it is, and doing them on a board like that. Way more difficult than it looks, you know? But notice how he, what he ended up, you know, the first couple tries, what he ended up falling on? Grass, you know? I mean, sure, it still has, you know, the potential to get you hurt. I mean, you fall wrong in the wrong way on any terrain, you're going to be hating life. But falling on grass, the odds are, like, of you getting totally wrecked are kind of, like, less and less. They're, it's in your favor. 
And I started laughing about 231, right when he did that half cab into the grass bank. I don't know what it was. It's not like that was like a skater, you know, I mean, trick of the year, skater of the year type moment. I just, I started laughing because it just, it, it looked funny. Like, is this so, I bet it was so difficult to do it on that, that board. You know, half cab in a bank, you know, to get the timing, the speed right. And of course, he followed up with a frontside 360 bonus at the same spot. Now, that one. I had to rewind. I was like, that one was proper, proper. Got some float on that bad boy. And you know what I did notice about this video, though? Less security guards to worry about. You know, and even if they did, like, say if they had cameras or it, it would be like most of the time these spots, the grass or the where they were riding is to the side or the rear of the business, right? So, you know, I mean, maybe the security guards are too lazy to walk all the way around. Maybe they drive the car, but I didn't see too many of those, you know? I mean, in California, it might be a little tough because we really don't have grass. It's all it's all dead, you know, drought. But, you know, I, I noticed that. It was pretty cool. But, you know, where Donnie was skating, it was green. It was grown. It was legit. I mean, you could tell that they get snow on occasion. I mean, hell, look at, even look at the sign, 317. The, the sign from the universe right there. Look what the dirt like slash grass borders don't have to put up with. That sign specifically says no skiing, no sledding, no snowboarding. Not a peep about uh, dirt boarding, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, the world is our oyster, man. You guys are good. That's why Donnie was skating there, man. You can't keep me out. It doesn't say right there I can't do it. I'm not snowboarding. I'm not sledding. I'm not skiing, Mr. Security Guard. Isn't that crazy, though? That spot he was at, people ski on? You know he's on a good spot if they have that sign. Let's see, what else did I jot down? Oh, that Gap Ollie, 417. Come on, man. That's straight up like muscling it out. Beast mode. You try that. You try that on the board first try or like within 20 tries. It's like a tank. You're all in across that gap. Then it's gap transfer 426. I mean, there were two different angles of that ollie. However, the best angle was the when I paused it at 428. So the second one when he was kind of facing us, not his back to us. I need that on my wall and signed. I'd love that. You know, thanks, thanks in advance, universe. That was glorious. Such a beautiful pick, man. And then, of course, we have a Zender. You know, one that we got to see three angles of. And I'm not going to ruin it for you, but that one looks so fun. Looks so. And the landing was no joke either. You know, he's got a lot to consider in that landing, the speed. And sure, you were laughing, but I'm sure that was a challenge. I'm sure that was a challenge. Like, and a sigh of relief. And I mentioned laughing because that's that's another thing I noticed about this video. It had a ton of laughing, right? He and his crew were just out there having a blast. Some might say that, you know, they weren't taking it seriously. No, it just it was that fun. These guys were having fun like kids again, you know, riding around in the dirt. And there were plenty of like, oh, my God, moments. So there was plenty of that, too. There's plenty of laughter. But then there was plenty of gnarly stuff that was going down, too. So I just had to point that out. There was a lot of laughing. This, this must have been a blast to do. Lots and lots of fun. Lots and lots of laughing. Sign me up. But I bet it is like that transition when, say, you finish this video and you go back to riding your just your regular skateboard during the day. I bet it takes some while to get it. It almost feels like you're riding on a freestyle board for a while. They're just like, I bet the his kickflips like flick with ease. You know, it's like, oh, whoa, I got to get the timing down again. So what about you? Do, do, does anyone listening right now have a dirt board? I think Scott. Scott, you have a mountain board, right, from what I recall? Mr. Scott Loist. I can't remember, but who else? Who else? Tell me about your setup. You know, I need some motivation. I need some inspiration. 
And if you've already sent it to me, just resend it. Go, Rick, yeah, I sent it to you, what, two, three years ago when you are talking about Dirtboard. Dude, wake up. Check your messages, dude. All I have to say is, you know, let's take over the dirt, baby. Let's take it all over. Actually, you know what? Now I think about it. Hold off on that idea for now. I don't want to. I don't want you to blow up any of my spots. Now I think about it. Why didn't even talk about this today? Let me find them first. Get some clips on them. I'm talking about all the spots, like just across the world. Just pretend we didn't spend the last few minutes talking about any dirtboarding at all. Okay, it never happened. But just think, the possibilities are endless. They're endless now. There's no excuse. So well done, Donnie. Well done, Jack. You're an inspiration. Well, at least to me, you guys are. So let me know what you guys think. Next up, I know I haven't talked about him too much this past year, but I've been keeping an eye. You know, he's been on my radar. I'm talking about the hardest working man in skateboarding, the other TJ, so TJ Rogers. That's right, S Skateboarding posted that he released his fourth, and they are counting, fourth part of the year. Hmm, making a statement there, right, S? I, I see. So you know now his name is going to be officially tossed around right before that acronym, you know, for this year. That's right. I mean, he's been busting his ass, right? He's been putting in the work, battling cancer, kicking cancer's ass. And this time around is for his new colorway and the title OG Respect. And let me just say this. He immediately won me over with this edit. Simply due to the fact he had the like a legit song selection. Loved it. RBL Posse for the win. Taking me all the way back to when I was kind of heavy into my rap hip-hop stage. And I was like bumping that song with my, my ride. I think, what did I have it in? I had my rabbit. I had a 78 rabbit with two bazooka tubes. Yes, you know it. Do they still make those? Yeah, I thought I had like the loudest car, although my damn uh, license plate would rattle. I'd put like some tape behind it. Be like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was bumping that song. So he won me over right from the song. I was like, damn, oh yeah, this is going to be a great video. This is going to be hyped. But hell yeah, TJ, that song got me pumped up. And I can't remember if it's been ABD before, but I don't care. You know me, I don't care. Use all the songs you want, whatever. And I loved how they edited it to the beat, though. See how many times you can count when they edit it perfectly. The land of the wheels. Seriously. Well done. Well done. So many well-timed edits in that. And you know Schmitty was throwing stuff against the wall after finding out they used RBL. <laughs> Shout out talking Schmidt. You know he was. He's all, oh, what, what? His wife's all pissed. He's breaking walls. It's RBL posse, babe. If you know, you know. Talk about OG respect. OG respect to RBL. But anyway, back to the video. See what you did, TJ, man? Got me on a tangent there. But now, is this the one to get him the trophy? Will this put him in the top, even though, you know, after we see more from the other TJ, Nigel, Louie, T-Funk, Pedro? Um, I'll have to say is, unlike the last two years, the Skater of the Year train is crammed. There's a lot of people on this train. A lot of people on this bus. You ever see one of those videos, you know, of people attempting to cram into public transportation like sardines right after their work shift? Like literally, the the, co the workers are shoving them in, oh, oh, get it, get it, and shut the door in there after the next run, uh, stop. That's what the Saudi race is like currently. There's so many people in the mix. Get on that train, go, squeeze, squeeze in. Meanwhile, you're like stuck in the middle. You're like, uh, my next stop's coming up. How in the hell am I gonna get to the door? Because I'm being forced in by more people. That's how the Saudi race is right now. But I found it 
<clears throat> it was very interesting to see how they started off with back-to-back Nolly Crooks, you know. I guess one was a standalone, and the other one was part of his line. But I just thought that was a little interesting. But keep in mind, they were editing to the beat. So I was like, hmm, maybe they did that. They just needed that, that little extra buffer to make it work. So I, I see you working. I see you. And it was cool. I got to admit this, too. I think this has been done before. But it was cool how his push wiped his name from the screen. You see that? That was very cool. I know it's been done before, but I just noticed it, okay? Don't, don't yell at me. Love the back heel and switch heel at 33 seconds in due to showing us his skills. Actually, I think his switch back heel looked better than his regular. How's that even possible? And seconds later, he's doing more big spins, you know, switch back to back big to half cab. Is it half cab big spin? Yeah, I think that's how you call that, off the steps. Yeah, that's, I noticed that. Nice little line. And how about that line? How about that two trick line starting about a minute 13? Starts off with a switch front tail. And then a switch flip to back tail to shove. Yes. And you know he was channeling like his inner Tom Penny on that one. That shove was nice. You know, I almost almost went unnoticed, right? It was so smooth. Now, knowing the song is about, you know, four minutes long, I was wondering throughout just when they were going to do what they did at a minute 40 sec- hey, 48 seconds in. You know, it was like that rewind. Right when they cut to Mr. C, you know, and it was a proper re- rewind too because he changed directions. Yeah, that was proper, dude. Yes. Kept it consistent. Nice edit. Nice rewind. And you know I had to give that some shine. Hell yeah, dude. It was well thought out and timed perfectly, which I kept thinking, well, this song is long, kind of long. It's longer than the video. But it did kind of suck that they couldn't use the whole song. You know, We didn't even get to hear them call out the peeps in the cities that need lessons to be learned. Lots of female dogs. Hunter's Point. The whole Bay Area, SFPD, all need lessons there. Lessons to be learned. We didn't get to hear that part, but it was well. It was I, I liked how they used that song. It was it was perfect. Like I said, it was edited to the the beat. So you had that. So well done, TJ. Well done, Luke. It, as I said earlier, is it enough to get him the trophy? I mean, TJ sure has been killing it this year, you know, and it's not. You know, throwaway filler footage either. I mean, he's been putting down some big stuff this year in all his videos. Where does this fall on your list? Is this it? Is this a done deal? And finally, I guess we'll just we'll keep it on all things Sodi for for the rest of this episode. You know, you know me. I, I waited ten months to talk about it. Now I can't stop talking about it. But this is the the time that we're in of the year. A lot of us are excited about it. A lot of us are exhausted by it. A lot of us are tired. We just want to be moving on and move on to next year and forget about Sodi. I know. Trust me, I get it. But here are a couple things that I did have to note. You know, Deeds just dropped another part. About three minutes and 27 seconds of Deeds doing what Deeds does, right? Love is, you know, post-ender splash. Casper Booker tossed his name into the hat with his Atlantic Drift part, you know, episode 12. I like the, you know, of course, like the opening meditation audio. But the OG listeners know. I feel like my Milton meditation that I did, I can't remember which episode, was way better, but I noticed that. Trying to get me all relaxed to watch the video. Just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, and you know, oh, uh, I was laughing throughout this video because you know Templeton Elliot was making some very aggressive knife cuts for his collages after seeing those manuals. It was like manual after manual after manual after manual. He's like, I'm going to cut this thing. Freaking manuals. Come here, I'll stab you talking about the paper that is 
I honestly, Casper, that was probably one of my favorite videos of the year. I, I liked it. It was top five for sure. Stands out. So well done, Jacob. Kevin Spanky Long dropped his lucky shirt, you know, apart from Ace. And we all know his, you know, Wally and Slappy game is still next level. I mean, dude is still like kick flaming onto roofs and stuff at his age and his late 30s. You know, like no big whoop, you know. Had he had a nice, you know, mellow track from Cat Power. But I think he could have easily done, you know, RBL's I Ain't No Joke as well. You know, flop that. Someone do a, a re-edit and put I Ain't No Joke in there. Both would have worked out perfectly. I'm just saying. So I'd say, you know, Spanky is now in the conversation as well. You know, where does he rank on your list? And then, of course, we still have some, you know, heavy hitters we're still waiting on parts from. But I wonder if the latest issue of Thrasher, January, the January 2023 issue, let me see what I have in front of me, issue 510, is leaving us any clues, any hints. You know, oh, first off, though, shout out to Funa on landing the cover. Funa, Funa. That was epic. And first T, you called it kind of like a Babe Ruth shot. Stuck up that index finger. You go, yeah, right here. Just hold on one more. First try. Oh, and that Element ESP video was epic. Probably one of my favorite videos as well. See that one? That was great. Yeah, I didn't talk about it today. Probably won't. But I watched it. Loved every trick, every skater, all of it. All of it. Go watch it. I think it was like 20, it was like 20 minutes or so. I can't remember. But back to the mag real quick. So upon first glance, I noticed that I saw one particular skater more than the rest. You know, there was an, an Ashad sighting. In fact, two of them. Clive Dixon had was seen on four, on four pages, two back-to-back double pagers. Okay. Louis Lopez was seen twice. He, too, had a two-pager. Even uh, Kevin Long, he had two pages, okay? Now, here's where it starts to get interesting. So, Nigel, he also was seen twice as well. He had a two-pager with him doing that switch tail slide in his new Nigel 3s, you know, at that same rail. But he also had an interview in this issue. Interesting, right? Huh. And now get this. Pedro Delfino was seen three times he too had an interview so thrice for pd okay and the big winner for this issue this particular skater appeared five times that's right i bet you can guess it correctly let's this i'll give you a second let's, let's we'll say at the same time tyshawn jones yeah exactly tyshawn jones appeared five times in this issue he's been absent nine times but five times in this issue? Is that a record? Some geeks out, this, you know, Thrasher geeks. Is that a record? Five times in this issue. This issue should be labeled, like, for your consideration. And they, were, they weren't just single-page ads either. So check this out. Look, he has a bones, you know, a bones-bearing ad, which is single-page, a two-pager for Adidas, a two-pager for Supreme's Play Dead, another two-pager for King Skateboards, another two-pager for Thunder Trucks, and one last time, like for play for De- play dead, he was seen doing a hard flip. That's insane. Coincidence? Clues? Breadcrumbs? I don't know. Maybe. Time will tell. But damn, this one was heavy. TJ. I just had to point that out. Tyshawn be all up in my man Jimmy's grill. Jeez, take it easy, man. Leave some ad space for the rest of us. How much do you think it is to put a no mongo on a, a 
add on the bottom right corner of the page, right, right above like the, the page numbers, like really small. That's all I have in my budget at this moment. That's a lot of money if you think about it too. Like, damn. Two pager after two pager after two pager after two pager. In fact, now that I notice it, I did my math wrong. It was six times. Yeah, let me count again. So he did Bones Ad, Adidas, Supremes Play Dead, King Skateboards, Thunder Trucks, and another one for Play Dead. Six times. I didn't even have my math right. Dang, that's how many times he's on there. I couldn't even keep track. Wow. Coincidence? I don't know. Let me know your thoughts.